Okay, it's read aloud time. This is a story about how Ubuntu is so much nicer and worthwhile for everybody than selfishness. It wasn't chosen specifically for that reason, I don't think. It's called Quill Soup. The text is by Alan Durant, and the illustrations, they're absolutely gorgeous illustrations, are by Dale Blancanar. Quill Soup. Norco, the porcupine, was hungry and tired. He'd been travelling through the valley of a thousand hills and hadn't eaten for days. He saw a small village ahead, and his spirits lifted. Food and shelter at last, he thought. Meanwhile, in the village, the animals caught sight of Norco. There's a stranger coming, squeaked Monkey. Quick, run to your homes, shouted Meerkat. Norco trudged into the village. It was silent and empty. Uh, hello, friends, he called, but there was no reply. Norcor went to the first house and tapped on the door. Yes, said Warthog. I've travelled a long way and I'm very hungry, said Norcor. Do you have anything I can eat? Warthog shook her big head. I'm sorry, she replied. I ate a big lunch and all my food is gone. Norcor knocked at the next house. How can I help? asked Rabbit. Please, I need some food, said Norco. Oh, so do I, Rabbit exclaimed. My greedy brother came to visit and ate all my food. I have nothing left. Norco knocked at Monkey's door. Yes, what is it? Monkey asked. I wonder if you have any food to spare a poor traveller, Norco inquired. Ha, ha, we are poor villagers, Monkey grumbled. We don't have any spare food. So Norco went to Artfark's house, and Meerkat's house, and Pangolin's house. But he came away hungry. None of them, they said, had any food. By this time Norco was very tired and very hungry indeed, but his brain was as sharp as the quills on his back. He could see from the villagers' sleek coats and rounded bellies that they were lying. He knew they had food, but how was he going to get some? He sat, and he thought, and after a while he came up with a plan. I wonder if I might have a little fire and a large pot of water, he asked the villagers. Oh, of course, they replied. They couldn't refuse him that. Norco put the pot on the fire to boil. It seems I shall have to make my own food, he sighed. sighed. I shall make quill soup. He plucked three quills from his back and dropped them into the pot. But surely the quills are too hard and sharp to eat. Wait and see. Soon they will soften and release their flavor to make a delicious soup, Norco explained. He bent over the pot and dipped in his paw. Then he licked it and nodded. Mmm, tasty, he said, just how his majesty likes it. <gasps> You've met the king, squeaked Meerkat. Many times, said Norco casually. I always make him quill soup. He loves it. Norco tasted the soup again. Mmm, if only I had some carrots, he said ruefully. 
Rabbit's ears shot up. He wanted to taste quill soup that was fit for a king. I think my greedy brother may have left a carrot or two, he blurted, and he hopped away to fetch them. Norco added the carrots to the water and tasted the soup again. Lovely, he announced. Mmm, lovely. Uh, of course, the king likes millies in his quill soup. I've got millies, squealed Meerkat, and she ran away to find them. Each time Norcourt tasted the soup, there was something that needed to be added. Beans, peas, potatoes, spinach. In moments as if by magic, all these things appeared. Now Norcourt's soup was thick and rich. Once again, he tasted it. Hmm. <sighs> Perfect, he declared. Unless... I don't suppose anyone has a few worms? Pangolin did. Norcourt told the villagers to fetch their bowls. There's plenty of soup to share, he said. And share they did. They drank bowl after bowl of the delicious soup in the firelight until the big pot was empty. Norcourt sat back, looked up at the stars, and yawned. I wonder... If you might have a hole where I could sleep, he asked. A hole, cried Monkey, for our friend who's cooked delicious quill soup for the king and who has the generosity to share it with strangers, piped Artfark. No, my friend, said Monkey, you, Nokor, shall have the very best bed in my house. You're too kind, Nokor smiled. Before they went to their beds, Nokor and the villagers sang together, shared stories, and danced in the moonlight. And later, with a full tummy and a happy heart, Noko the Traveller went to sleep at last. Good night.